What's up, what's up, what's up, my brothers and sisters in Christ? This is Minister Bertram BJ Major, and I welcome each and every single one of you to a brand new episode of God's Recording. Thank you all so very, very much for pressing the play button and checking out today's episode of this podcast. Be sure now, listen very closely, be sure that you share this podcast. You can share this podcast through an email, text message, even post it. On social media when you do that not only are you helping this podcast to grow but most importantly you are helping the gospel of Jesus Christ reach more and more people today here on God's recording as you all know re- lately I've been having a lot of guest co-hosts join me here on the podcast and I am so excited to have um, someone that has never been on here before. This is her first time joining me today for today's discussion here on God's Recording. It's Miss Sierra Hall. Welcome to God's Recording. Thank you for having me. Amen. It's good to have you on here. It's very good to have you on here. I'm just so excited for what God is doing through this podcast, taking truly taking ministry outside the box, doing things differently. This ain't your normal, ordinary podcast. It's a joy to have you on here and i'm ready to get into this discussion today this is this is gonna be good the benefits Mm -hmm. in waiting on god there are benefits and let me let me just be real from the get-go is waiting easy no absolutely not no no not at all it is not easy because you know it's a process but within that process a lot gotta take place so i'm, I'm not gonna jump ahead of myself i'm gonna i'm gonna um talk about that shortly but the scripture that i have for this is of course isaiah 40 31 and i'm gonna be reading this from the new king james version but those who wait on the lord shall renew their strength they shall mount up with wings like eagles they shall run and not be weary they shall walk and not faint the first time I really heard the scripture and really paid attention to on what was going on, my mind was blown because I'm like, wow, wow. It's, it's so many great things in store when you wait. Now, like I started mm-hmm. off, I said, it's not easy to wait. I mean, I don't care how good you think you are. It's going to you, you, you're going to have struggles in the, in that waiting process because it's hard to wait. But when you put your mind on on God and you recognize that, you know, even though you're waiting, there's going to be some great things that happen during that waiting process. You will be able to say to yourself, hey, I can make it. I can get through this. And and from a believer standpoint, you know, when I really reflect and put my mind on the things that God has already said will happen in my life and that's going to happen and that, mm-hmm. that, that all I got to do is just wait and be patient. You know, it reassures me. It helps me to hold on and keep on keeping on. You cannot. Oh, let me say this. Now I'm going to um, let Sierra come in. I'm going to say this. You cannot. You cannot. Hmm. Lord Jesus, somebody about to be blessed by this. Don't let Satan come into your life and and start to tell you that it's not gonna happen. That it's a lost co- that you're a lost cause and that mm-hmm. you, you're waiting for nothing. Because I, I'm I'm gonna say this in my own personal journey. You know, helping you know my friends and several people. You know, Satan is on the attack, trying to destroy God's children. But 
ain't it good to know that the price has already been paid and the victory is already won and that satan could do all he wants to but at the end of the day he don't got no type of victory or no really no type of hold on us you got to remember who you are and who you are and Absolutely. I'm I'm gonna stop right there. Um, um, Sierra, come on in. What, what's your thoughts on this discussion topic? Listen, that was good right there, and that's also the the first scripture that I looked at when you sent me this topic. Um, was Isaiah forty? I looked at the the whole passage, show twenty eight through thirty one. But uh, I'm looking at the action. What was the action? You had to wait. Mm -hmm. But what did you get out of waiting? Renewed strength eagle wings mm -hmm. increased stamina so look at we're talking about the benefits in waiting when you wait that's what you get then you can look at at uh second samuel i believe it's chapter five when uh when david was uh doing the war and and he got the instructions to go and circle and wait on the sound of marching so he couldn't just go he had to wait on a sound mm -hmm. and what did he get from waiting on the sound it says that the lord went before him to strike his enemy mm -hmm. so a benefit in waiting the lord will go before you and clear the path and then you can look at there's just so many good stories in the bible that that talk to this point joseph and in, in genesis 39 through 41 joseph in the pit then in potiphar's house and then in the prison and, and he's interpreting these dreams in the prison and uh when when the man goes out he says don't forget about me and joseph doesn't know if this man is going to tell uh pharaoh anything about him but he's hoping he says don't forget about me and he waited two more years in the prison after that and what was his reward for his waiting well he was summoned to pharaoh's house and he was elevated to the second highest position in the whole land. Really, it was the highest position, but in respect to the position of Pharaoh, it was the second highest position. Mm -hmm. Benefits of waiting, elevation. Job trusted God when everybody else told him not to. He waited to see what, what is going to come out of this. At 13, 15, though he slay me, yet will I trust him. Then you go to chapter 42 of Job. And God has given him double of what he lost in the beginning. But he had to wait. Mm. And so there's just so much in the Bible that speaks to this. And honestly, if God really gave us what we wanted as soon as we wanted, we probably would not know what to do with it. Mm -hmm. The process, the waiting period, the process prepares you for the prize. But That's if you true. get the prize and you don't have a process, you don't know how to handle it. Mm. Benefits in waiting is learning how to handle the thing that you're waiting for. That is so true. And then I mean, Philippians 1, 3 through 6, uh, really focusing on, on verse 6, it, it talks about he who has begun a good work in you, a great work in you, will complete it. It's faithful to perform it until the day of Christ Jesus. So if God told you it's going to happen, it's going to happen. Why not wait? Mm. 
I mean, we, we have a lot of security. God is not a man that he should lie, nor the son of man that he should repent. And his word will never return unto him void. So if he said it, he's going to do it. Just wait on it. That's so true. You better say that. And something something you reminded me of is that, I, you know, one thing about the story of, of Job that comes to mind is that when it came to his friends, his friends mm-hmm. basically was calling him out basically because of him basically trusting in God and waiting on God right. and it's just you know why are you waiting for God to do what he told you to you know what he's you know has spoken into your life or whatever the case may be you will find out who's truly for you and who's not for you Right. you will right. find out uh, you will you you will be able to see things you really never saw before because it's it's crazy how you could go through life and you're trying to figure out where's the source of the problem and and when you start to talk to the lord about it and allow him to move you will start to see stuff you wasn't able to see before and you know i believe it's in in the book of hebrews 12 we gotta lay aside every weight I run this race with patience, looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. We got to lay aside those things that's been holding us down, holding us back. Because, see, in order to move forward, you can't have things holding you down, holding you back that you needed to let go a long time ago. Right. You, you, you got to be able to, 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 to lay, it, lay it aside and you got to keep your focus stayed on Jesus Christ. I'm t- Me right now, personally, I, I've, I've been... You know in recent years having to wait on certain things and uh, like for example right now i'm starting a, a, a business and you mm-hmm. know there's a lot of things i would love to do right now <laughs> but there's a process and i'm gonna have to do some waiting right and the reminder that that god reminds me of every day is that even though i have already told you you're gonna have your own business there's still going to be some preparation that happened along the way. Because you said something big, C. Era. If God was to give you everything you asked for right then and there, you wouldn't be able to handle it. You wouldn't be able to, to do what needs to be done right then and there because there comes some preparation. And, and then go back to Isaiah 40, 31 real quick. And, and I'm glad you broke that down because I sure was going to do it. But <laughs> I'm glad you <laughs> broke it down. You know, look at what happened. You gonna, you gonna, Your strength is going to be renewed. Mount up with wings like eagles. And the thing about eagles, you know, that they, they, you know, when you look at an eagle, they could fly high. They, 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 they are, they are one of the most interesting birds ever. Mm-hmm. God would give you wings to fly to see. Here's oh my goodness. Here's the thing. Some of you are feeling down and 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 feeling like. There's no way up. But see, God's going to give you what you need to get up. And then some. <laughs> Woo! My God. My God. You know what? I'm going to let you come on in because I, I, I almost, I'm about to start preaching. I, I forgot this is a podcast. I can't do all that right now. <laughs> that's it, Lord. That's, I mean, that's good right there. But I, I'm reminded of, of Matthew. I, I don't remember what book of Matthew or what chapter of Matthew this was, but the woman who was um, a 
a a canon a Canaanite woman mm-hmm. and she approached Jesus and asked him to heal her daughter and Jesus did not even uh reply to her I mean, this is Matthew chapter 15 and and Jesus did not even reply to her and and the disciples went and they're like Jesus you want us to send her away blah 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 and, and then he, he replied to her and he told her Jesus was wild y'all Jesus was wild mm-hmm. Jesus told her um, that he would not uh, it would not be good to take the children's bread and throw it to the dogs and then she told him basically he said okay you right you right Jesus but even the dogs eat the crumbs that fall from the master's table. Mm. And then he said to her, uh, great is your faith and let it be to you as you desire. See, oftentimes we get caught up in getting the whole thing, but she was willing to take a scrap. Mm. And, and from that scrap, she got everything. She got more than what she needed. He, he said her daughter was healed whole made whole not partially not she was made whole in much better condition than how she came because of the faith of her mother and, and so if we would just say if we, we could be like the woman with the issue of blood if I could just touch the hem of his garment if I could just get a little bit more he'll give you double for your trouble mm-hmm. but we don't have the patience to, to take it in increments we don't trust the process. Oftentimes on the process, we get little parts and then they come together at the end to make the whole. God breaks that thing down for us. Mm-hmm. The, the benefits and waiting on God, you, you by the time you get to the end, you probably have accumulated more than what you would have had had he given to you in a lump sum. But if you would just take the crumbs that fall from the master's table. Mm. People, but people don't want to do that. People want the meal. It ain't time for the meal. Your body can't digest that right now. Take the crumbs that fall from the master's table. So yeah, he will. He will he will give you more than more than what you ask for, honestly. But you gotta be patient. You gotta wait. Mm. We have, we live in a, a, a generation that loves the microwave instant gratification Ooh, instant gratification at, at Romans 8 uh, chapter 8 verse 18 mm. for I reckon that the present sufferings are not worth being compared to the glory that shall be revealed we want the glory but what's the process to get to the glory mm. the present suffering we don't want that Ooh, my no, goodness. we don't want that. We want the glory. Oh, and and Job, he everything that that was taken away from him was restored double. We want we want the double, but we don't want the trouble that Job went through. The process. Mm, my lord. My How lord. is gold refined? It has to go through a fiery process. Oftentimes, what we don't understand. 
is that the process does not feel good. Everything that feels good ain't God, and everything that's God don't feel good. Mm. The process doesn't feel good. Whoever stuck their hand in the flame and said, oh, that feels good. It hurts. It burns. That's called refining. See, we get refined during the process because at the beginning of the process, we are not capable of handling what the process is going to produce. We're not capable of handling at the time the prize that comes at the end. So we go through this refinement, this process where all our impurities are burned away. We have to release, like you said, we got to let some things go, release some weights. Everybody can't come to the next level with us. Ooh, my Lord, you better speak. Hmm. Oftentimes, we try to take three people through a door that's only big enough for one. Mm. Everybody can't go with you. But that's the process. That's the process. Mm. After you suffered a while, then the God of all grace will strengthen you, settle you, establish you, and perfect you. But you got to suffer a while. Mm. You got to go through the process. Benefits and waiting on God... We, there's a thousand benefits, a thousand and one benefits of waiting on God. Strength, perfection, establishment, settle. You get settled. You get glory. You get double for your trouble. We can go on all day. The, the issue is, is that people want, don't want to go through the process. Because mm-hmm. it's hard to like them. The it's hard. <laughs> it's hard to them. Because the process forces you to choose your spirit, man. That's right. Because all the things of the flesh are going to be stripped from you in the process. The things that's keeping you from going to that next level are stripped from you. The people that's holding you back, the people who smile in your face, but God hear the conversations they have behind closed doors are stripped from you in the process. What it is, is we, we don't want to stop, stop feeding the flesh, man. We don't want to yield to the spirit. But that's a requirement of the process. Lord, I feel a preacher spirit on me. You go ahead. Take that. Lord, have mercy. Oh, my goodness. And I know my regular listeners here on the podcast, it's a lot of things she said that I have been speaking since the end of 2020 and since the beginning of this year. So you gave, I know you gave a lot of confirmation, not just for me, but for a lot of the listeners of this podcast because you know we are at a time in this world I'm not I, and i strongly believe that that i'm not only going through this i believe that a lot of god's children are going through a, a time period where you know you recognize the fact that everybody is not meant to go with you where you're where god is taking you you know they, they, they can't mm-hmm. go there because let, let me tell let me tell you the, all this when it comes to people who are truly going to stick by you and, and going to be with you for the rest of your life it's not going to be a whole group of people it's it's not it's not let me let let me be real because see where god is taking you everybody's not going to be able to handle that being a, a a 29 year old young man who just happens to be called by god to be a minister 
you know, I, you know, found out when I was licensed that as much as I love so many people, I recognize that a lot of people can't go with me where God has taken me. And I and I embrace the fact of, of God separating me from certain people. They didn't do nothing wrong. But it's just the fact that God is preparing, he's molding and shaping, and, and everybody is not going to be able to handle that at all. Embrace you. Who I, me? I spoke about this with, with three friends a few weeks ago here. Embrace your anointing. Embrace it. Don't run from it. Embrace it. You do what you got to do. Because at the end of the day, my friends, you're on your way somewhere. Mm-hmm. You, you, you're going to you, 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 you're going somewhere where you thought you would never go before. You're about to accomplish something you thought you never w- would accomplish before. And, and you got to make sure that everything around you and everything that's in your life, you got to make sure that, every, that that's helping you to move to that point and not holding you back. And, and 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 she um made reference to the um, Canaanite woman and Jesus. That's Matthew fifteen twenty one through twenty eight. Go go back and read that. It's amazing that that. Oh my goodness! You said something else. It's amazing when when you want that connection, you want something from the Lord Jesus, and it's to the point you just say to yourself, "I, I just want the crumb." Or I just want to touch the hem of your. Go- I just want. I just. I just need you, and I, 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 I. Just give me a little bit. But see, praise be to God. Praise be to God. Not only He gonna give you what you ask for, but He gonna give you some more and then some after that. Glory to God. And and, and oh goodness, and another thing too. See, you you were speaking some big facts. I was listening. That that, that was ministering to me. The microwave we. <laughs> I don't eat grits, but I'm going to make this example. I, I don't eat grits, but I, I know how to make them. I know that sounds crazy, but don't judge me. But anyway, I know <laughs> I, we, we live in a time where uh, there's a lot of things that you could do instantly. You know, it's like the, the, the waiting period is really it could be speed up. It could be speed up in some ways. And when it comes to making grits, you know, you could get, get some instant grits and put it in the microwave for just like probably a minute or two and it'll be done. But see, if you was to cook it over a stove, you're going to have to do some stirring. You're going to have to take your time. You're going to have to add certain things. See, after, after you put it in the microwave, all you got to do is add your little salt, pepper, and whatever, and you're done. But see, if you cook it over the stove, it's a it's really a, a longer process. We live in a time where people want stuff at a snap of a finger. But see, if you just wait a little bit longer and put in the work, j- just imagine how better that, that gr- those grits would taste when you just take your time and just stir and mix in instead of just putting the microwave and just... Things being done at a snap of a finger. Mm. So let me, in other words, let me ask you this question. How are you cooking your grits? Come on here. Ah, Lord have mercy. And listen, and listen. You're going to take more pride in them grits that you cooked over the stove because you done sat and labored over them grits. When you just get it, snap of a finger you ain't didn't know what to get there you'll take no pride in it 
because you didn't do anything to get it. You didn't have to sacrifice anything. You just sat it in the microwave and went on about your business. When you cooking the grits on the stove, you had to go boil your water. You had to go pour your grits in there. You had to go stir it, make sure it wasn't sticking to that pan. You had to go cut you up some butter and, sto- and throw that in there. Then you had to get your cheese out the fridge ready to throw that in there. Make sure you put enough salt and pepper in there. You had to labor over them grits on the stove. So you're going to take pride in what you created. Not what was handed to you. Hmm. Oh my goodness. I, I, I got to say one more thing. I got to say one more thing. I, I, Holy Spirit tell me to go a little bit deeper with that. Because some sometimes, sometimes we be wanting want things so quick that we, we miss out on a lot. Bacon, for example. I love bacon. When I started cooking... I, I cook my bacon starter off in the in the microwave. Mm-hmm. But see, then I, I noticed my, my grandmama and my mama, you know, would cook it over the, the, the stove top. And I saw how good it looked and how more crispy it mm. was. But but see, I, I love bacon and, and I like bacon. But, you know, I always wanted to cook. I cook it in a different way and, 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 and can it get any better. So... I noticed recently my grandmama my grandmama cook it in the oven. And and, and when she cooked cooked it in the oven, the way it tastes, the way it looked, it blew my mind. See, see, here's the thing. You may be starting off doing something, and it may be good, but just imagine what things gonna look like as time go on the molded and shaping process you gotta not only be be holding on to what you know but you also gotta be ready to learn new things see in your Come christian on. journey you, you don't get comfortable with the things you know to the if god telling you to do something do it so so what i did was i i asked my grandma how, how can i do this what needs to be done she told me but at the same time, she also said, but you got to learn to try to do, you got to find your own way to do it as well. So what I, so what I did, I came home one day and I cooked the bacon in the oven. That bacon, it, it was laying out straight. It was crispy. It looked so good. It tastes good. Not only was I taught what to do, but I had to learn that I had to find out for myself and find ways to even make it better. See, God is trying to take you to better. Not only he's going to tell you what you need to do, but you got to you got to for yourself believe and and truly understand that though I have learned I got to I got to I got to find my own, I got to find strength to do this. I got I got to embrace not only what I learn, but I got to learn how to apply it to my life. So so that as I continue to go on through life, I know that when the devil com- oh I got to preach Rick. When the devil comes to attack, I know what I got to do cuz I have learned how to fight. I have learned how to do this and that. The question is now what are, what have you learned? What are you willing to do in order to to apply it to your life and to make sure that though no matter what you go through in life, you'll be able to get through and go through anything. Whoo, my lord! Some of you out there need to just embrace what you learn and, and equip yourself to get ready for what's ahead. Uh-huh. Because see, in the waiting process, you're gonna go through trials. You're gonna go through tribulations. People are gonna turn their back on you. Folks going to call you crazy. Things are going to happen that it going to make you seem like there's no hope. But let me tell you here today on God's recording, there is hope. Because as long as Jesus is alive, there is hope. There is hope. 
There's always going to be hope. You better be like Paul. You know what it is to have and not to have. But you better learn that in whatever state you in to be content. Hmm. Mm. Oh, my Lord. Come on. I, I, my bad, Sierra. That this normally uh, don't happen no, when I have a cold. That got good to me. Yeah. Come on, you you got it because you said something that just really that just sat in my spirit. Equipping, I always talk about equipping, and you got to, you know, you really are already equipped. You got the word; the word has equipped you. And now, talking about the process and equipping, at the beginning of your process, you're equipped, and then as you go through the process that's when you're trained on how to use the equipment mm. see a lot of the time we often say i'm equipped to do this i'm equipped to do this but are you trained mm. and, and i always tell people if i walk on a plane and i go into the cockpit i am technically equipped to fly the plane because everything that I need is right there. But I have no training. So I can't fly the plane. I'm equipped. But then now, now you're going to equip me with all the tools. Now I need to go to flight school. And they're going to teach me how to fly the plane. Mm. And at the end of that process, I will know how to use the equipment that I have been given. You can be equipped and not know how to use your equipment. I would tell people don't despise the training process. The training is the process prepares you for the prize. The process prepares you for the prize. The process prepares you. That means you're going to learn how to handle that prize by going through the process, by being trained on how to use that equipment well let's go back to what that say you equipped by the word okay i can read the word all day but then i got to go through application how does this apply to me that's the process going through stuff that requires you to apply the word you going through losing friendships apply what you learned in the word mm -hmm. you going through it looks like i can't go I can't get this. I, I'm not going to be able to get to the end. Apply what it says in the word. That's the process. Learning how to use your equipment. And then once you get to the end of the process and you get the prize, you know how to handle it. Why? Because you were trained to use your equipment. Mm. <sighs> I'm reminded of 2 Timothy 2 verse 15 instead it should show thyself approving to God a workman that needeth not to be ashamed rightly dividing the word of truth you, I said this in a Bible study years ago you can't go into something and you you haven't studied the manual come on you, you gotta study the manual and I know mostly young people um, youth and young adults listen to this podcast I want to tell you all something don't go into something you're you're not equipped. You gotta you gotta have the word in you, and 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 and, and I'm gonna and I'm gonna say this: 
make sure you you study that word you know make sure you get into it. if you don't understand something reach out to someone who you know can can help you in that area but but don't go don't don't go into something and you're not reading the the, the manual you you don't know nothing about the manual you can't have a relationship with somebody you don't know it's more it's more than just getting your shout on and and and, and shouting won't he do it it's it's more to that you could do that all day long, but do you truly know who the Lord is? Do you truly know who he is? Do you truly know what he can do? Do you truly realize what you have through him? Because see, here's the thing. I remember, I'm reminded of when the man came to Jesus asking, when well, no, went to the disciples and asked for healing for his son who had epilepsy. The disciples basically looked at the situation and and said, "I can't do it." And when mm -hmm. when the, and when they took the, this this man and his son to Jesus, Jesus was able right then and there to to heal the young man. And the disciples was wondering why couldn't we do this? Because basically, Jesus told them because you lack faith. Only you know you see Jesus already had given the disciples certain certain power to do um to do certain things. Right. So you got you got to be reminded that, that that through Christ you have everything, and and the only way you can understand that and learn that you got to fast and you got to pray, and that's what he told disciples. You know you ain't gonna really be able to understand. The only way you'll be able to understand and to get all this stuff, you got to pray and fast. Just because I have given it to you doesn't mean that you stop praying and fast. It doesn't mean that you stop seeking me. Right. You got to keep on right. keeping on. This is a walk. Not 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 just a one time event. You gotta stay in the walk. You gotta stay equipped. You gotta make sure that you have everything you need to continue this daily walk of life with Christ. Because when it comes to waiting, you're gonna need that. Right. You're gonna need that. Oh my goodness. You you have anything else to say, um, Sierra? I just I guess one last thing, Philippians four six and seven be anxious mm. for nothing but present all your requests to God with uh, prayer supplication and thanksgiving and the peace that surpasses all understanding will guard your heart and your mind a lot of the times when we're in the process we're anxious for it to be over we're anxious to get to the prize but the word tells you be anxious for nothing give it to God and then he'll give you peace. Mm. Oftentimes you hear people quote Philippians 4, 7, which is the peace that surpasses all understanding will guard your heart and your mind. Okay, now teach. I know where you're going. Go on, teach. Mm -hmm. <laughs> B clause. Okay, that's the B clause. That's all good and well. But what about 6? Mm -hmm. What do you have to do in order to get that peace? Present all your requests to God with thanksgiving and supplication and prayer. And then you get the peace. We we often talk about seven, but we don't want to talk about six. Be anxious for nothing. And then you get a, a God, this is how you pray to me for me to give you that peace. So yeah, God will give you peace, but but you gotta do the prayer part first. Mm. But in the process, be anxious for nothing and, and follow the steps of prayer that were given to you in Philippians four verse six. And then you get the benefits that come in Philippians uh, 4 and 7. And that's just be faithful. I always tell people, I go back to, to Joseph. Just be faithful. Joseph went through the pit. 
Joseph went to the house of Potiphar as a slave. Joseph went to the prison. Joseph remained faithful through the process. And then Joseph got to the palace. From the pit to, to the palace. The pit. He had to go through the pit. He had to go through Potiphar's house. He had to go through the prison. But he eventually got to the palace. Mm. Because of his faithfulness. And, continue. And, and another thing. Oh Lord. See that's why I don't talk about Joseph. Because Joseph just has so much. So much you can learn from him. But in your process. You're still favored. There's favor in the process. In the book of Genesis. Chapter 39. And the Lord was with Joseph. And he was favored in the house of Potiphar. And, and you can go down to the end of that chapter when he got to the prison. But the Lord was with Joseph and he found favor in the eyes of the prison keeper. No matter what part of your journey you're on, what part of the process you're in, God's favor doesn't leave you. Mm. Be encouraged as you go through the process because you're still favored in the process you're still favorite when you're going through the storm his favor doesn't depend on your environment his favor doesn't depend on who's around you his favor does not depend on material things as joseph what happened when after that coat got taken away they, they thought they were taking away his favor when they took away that coat but the lord was with joseph that's a whole nother that's a whole nother sermon there but his favor is not dependent on your circumstances. So while you're going through the process, it might not feel good, it might not look good, mm. it might not sound good, it might not smell good, and it might not taste good. But the good, good Father is still with you. Yes, Lord. Wait. Just wait. Be faithful and wait. My Lord, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say this, and then I'm gonna go to the invitation. Um, as you got to also keep your minds on, on on the right kind of things. You, you just can't, you know. Like I said, you got to stay in the Word. You got to stay connected to God in prayer. You got to have the right kind of people around you. When we go to verse eight in Philippians four, as a matter of fact, this this same scripture, Philippians four six and seven, was the foundational scripture for my first book. And 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 when we go to verse eight and nine, listen closely now. Finally, brethren, whatever things are true. Wherever things are noble, wherever things are just, wherever things are pure, wherever things are lovely, wherever things are of good report. If there is any virtue and if there is anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. The things which you learned and received and heard and saw in me, these do. And the God of peace will be with you. Keep your mind stay on Jesus. He will keep you in perfect peace as long as your mind is stayed <laughs> on him. Oh, my Lord. I'm going to stop right there because if, if we keep on, <laughs> we never going to get off of here. <laughs> but I, firstly, before I go into the invitation, I want to thank Sierra, Miss Sierra Hall for joining me today. It, it definitely was a joy. Glory to God. Glory to God. It definitely was a joy. Definitely want to have you back on here. Definitely in the future, near future, want to have you on the Sunday Word Report. That would be awesome. Amen. Um, before I tune off today, 
I want to extend the invitation to Christ. You know, we didn't say it a lot today, but you won't really be able to understand everything if you have not said yes to Jesus. Softly and tenderly, Jesus is calling. He's calling on you, my brother. He's calling on you, my sister, to come to him. Calling on you to accept him as Lord and Savior. Calling on you to confess your sins and to turn away from your sins. He will give you strength comfort he will give you everything you need and then some but you got to turn to him I'm, I'm i'm here to tell you this it's so great to know that when you have jesus a true relationship with jesus and that when you leave this this world you get to be with him forever and ever but see here's the great news you don't have to wait to get to that point to get to heaven to experience who jesus is you can start your relationship right now you don't have to go through whatever waiting process you're going through. You don't have to go through it by yourself. If you want even more clarity or whatever the case is, try Jesus. He would give you what you need. He would show you things that you wasn't able to see before. When you truly say yes to him and turn away from your old way of living, your old way of thinking and looking, walking and talking, you will be able to see things and, and take notice of things that you wasn't able to see and notice before. My friends, today here on God's recording, I extend this invitation to Christ. If you need prayer, if you want to rededicate to Christ, even if you want to accept Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, I will pray with you. I will help you reach out to me. All my contact information is in the description on this podcast. Also, if you have more questions about Jesus Christ, be sure to reach out to me. Whatever you do. Do not tune off of this episode. Hear me good. Do not tune off this episode. You have not accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. He's waiting for you. He is knocking at the door of your heart. Won't you let him in? He's waiting on you. In the name of the Father, in the name of the Son, in the name of the Holy Spirit. Today when you hear his voice, harden not your heart. But let Jesus Christ uh, come on in. And change your life around. Amen, amen, amen. That is it for today's episode of God's Recording. Be sure to tune in next time for a brand new episode. Thank you all so much for listening. Until next time, this is Minister Bertram BJ Major signing off. Telling each and every single one of you to stay great, stay safe, and be blessed.